Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives, our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges that we face in life. This is episode 134, and I am excited that we are spending this time together again. If you want to know more about me, you can go to LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There you can read more about me. We can interact together through email. You can check out the archive of our podcast. You can find where our podcast is listed in multiple platforms. And I would love for you to share this podcast. And that's probably one of the greatest things you could do for me is to share it and to leave a review where you find your favorite podcasts. Today, I want to talk about the subject of conflict and confidence. Conflict and confidence. You know, confidence is such a powerful force in leadership, in team unity, in collaboration. If you follow sports of any kind, you often hear them talk about how significant confidence is for their performance as a professional athlete. And I think confidence is really important for us as leaders. Confidence is about how you can use your charisma, your competency, and your character and your courage to add value to others. Arrogance is about how you take things from others. And so today I want to talk about confidence in the context of conflict. I've had times in my life where I have faced conflict like you, and it did not build my confidence. It weakened my confidence. And today I don't want you and I, to blame others for a weakening confidence. I want us to take responsibility. And I want to share with you four facets of conflict and confidence and how I believe if we can reframe how these two can coexist, you not only can grow in your confidence in the middle of conflict, but you actually become a more trustworthy leader. You become a more trustworthy team member. The ability to do conflict is, and to do it well is another way to say, let's increase our potential and our capacity. Let's actually fulfill our potential and maximize our leadership capacity, our productivity capacity, our development of people capacity. A conflict not done well, not only serves as a lid for your leadership, because the real foundation of effective leadership is trust. And trust is tested in conflict. And when conflict is not done well, trust doesn't have the ability to grow. Actually, in some ways, when conflict is not done well, trust shrinks, And you don't want that. So how do we do conflict and how do we actually manage conflict in a way that it can expand our confidence, it can 
enlarge the foundation of trust, therefore, you can really maximize the power, the human capital, the ingenuity, the innovation, the creativity, the compassion, the courage, the connection that exists within your organization. And all of that, the compassion, the creativity, the connection, the courage, the innovation, all of that is not just in the mind and heart and training of an individual, but how do these individuals relate to one another so that the full power of creativity, compassion, and innovation shows up? I think to get to that space, friends, we've got to know how to help conflict and confidence coexist so conflict doesn't erode confidence. Conflict can actually build confidence. And there are four facets that have I, I've experienced that I wanted to share with you today. Here's facet number one. To build confidence in the middle of conflict, have a healthy definition of conflict. <laughs> if you don't start, and I, we don't start with a healthy definition of conflict, we're behind the eight ball from the very beginning. A healthy definition of conflict is this, and I got this from a gentleman named Danny Silk. You can find more about him at lovingonpurpose.com, and you can check out podcast episodes. I believe it's 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there, where I do a four-part series on conflict, and I work out this definition over four weeks in those podcasts. But today, I just want to give you the definition and hit a quick summary. Conflict or confrontation is a respectful conversation between powerful people that addresses a specific issue that is hurting connection for the purpose of achieving mutual understanding of the issue and building a plan to adjust, understand, and meet the needs of the relationship, thus resulting in a stronger relationship. So it's a respectful conversation between powerful people that addresses a specific issue that's hurting the connection for the purpose of achieving mutual understanding of the issue. And we're going to build a plan to adjust, understand, so we can meet the needs of the relationship, thus resulting in a stronger relationship. I, I recommend that that needs to be your definition of conflict or confrontation because that definition is a win-win definition. It's not I win, you lose. It's not you win, I lose. It's not you lose, I lose. It's I can benefit and you can benefit. We find compromise and mutual understanding and the interworking of the relationships in the office, on your ministry team, at your church, on your leadership organization actually strengthens. If you and I want to build confidence in the middle of conflict, then People who are in that conflict with us need to know that they matter. They need to know that value can be added to them, and we're going to work hard at adding value to them in the middle of the conflict. Friends, I've been in conflict, and some of it is my own security, my own insecurity, my own family of origin, my own history, and how much of that can show up in real issues in today. And so sometimes 
I'm responsible for not growing in confidence in conflict. Sometimes I my confidence doesn't grow in conflict because I have a poor definition of conflict. Because I have a poor experience and a poor history and an unhealthy history, and I bet many of you can relate to that, in confidence, then we come to conflict guarded. We come in conflict already defeated, or we come into conflict aggressive, ready to prove ourselves. And friends, that's not the breeding ground to grow confidence. So to build confidence in conflict, have a healthy definition of conflict that creates a win-win. The second facet for building confidence in the midst of conflict is affirm the strength of another while working on resolution. Now, this is a wonderful relational dance, and when it comes from a heart of genuine love, you actually have the ability to affirm the strengths and talents and skills of another while you work on a resolution that caused the conflict, that's causing the confrontational conversation or the confrontational moment. When you affirm the strength of another, you're recognizing that there is gold in there and it's not just junk. Junk is what caused the conflict or the mess up or the failure or the missed opportunity or the cost to the bottom line or the injuring of a relationship. But you don't want to relate to people based upon their faults, frailties, and their history. We want to relate to people based upon identity and destiny. And so when in the midst of conflict, you can affirm the strength of another while working on a resolution, it's very, very powerful. And so I can sit there and hear you say something affirming to me that helps build me up. And it also allows me to be open to your feedback and to your instruction and to the confrontation that we're working on a specific issue that has hurt something in this relationship and within this organization. And I want to take responsibility when I know you still believe in me. When I experience that others do not believe in me, do not believe in our talent and our skill and our opportunity, our competency, our charisma, and our character. Confidence is shaken. Confidence bottoms out. And now we're dealing with team members, employees, an organization that simply doesn't need to be boosted up. It's going to be put on life support. A lack of confidence not processed in healthy ways can turn into striving and I have to prove something to those around me. Friends, we want people to rest secure in their position. We want them to rest secure in their identity and in the relationship. That's why we need a healthy definition of confrontation. And we want to affirm them, which is not cotton candy or blowing smoke, But it's actually saying these are real skills, real talents, real opportunities I see in you. And while I see them, we can't ignore the solution or a resolution to why we're even having conflict. We've got to address that. It's, again, a sports player. I often think of sports. It's when the 
sports player has an injury caused by themselves, their coach doesn't look at them and say, well, there goes all your potential out the window. No, let's address the immediate injury because there's still talent and skill and opportunity and purpose there. And so the second facet in order to build confidence in the midst of conflict is to affirm the strengths and talents and callings of another person while at the same time you work on a resolution. Okay, here's facet number three. Keep an eye on the big picture while being present in the moment. If you want to build confidence in the midst of conflict, keep an eye on the big picture while being present in the moment. Facet number two has to do with the individual in front of you. Facet number three has to do with the culture and the objectives. Now, oftentimes as a leader, and should be most of the time, people are the objective. I mean, we need business to help develop great people, while at the same time business is profitable, producing an excellent thing. Your ministry is performing in excellent ways and doing very powerful work of compassion and justice, of healing and reconciliation. Where facet number two is focused on a person, facet number three is focused on culture, values, big picture. What is it we're really after here? And sometimes conflict can get you because it's emotional and it's, it takes a lot of investment and sometimes it's scary, sometimes it's angering. There's lots of emotions that happen around that place called conflict. You and I as leaders can get tunnel vision. And it's important in that moment to pause and maybe in a few minutes of quiet reflection before you have a conflict conversation or you have a meeting where you're going to need to address someone or a phone call. Before you do that, pause in some quietness and, and sort of zoom out from the immediacy of the conflict and get, a, get your eye on the big picture. Get your eye on the big picture. Here's why I love that, because sometimes conflict, in the, when I'm in it, I, I, it's easy for me to prophesy that my whole life is conflict, that nothing's going right, everything is going wrong. And we start using words like always and never, everything, everyone, and it's just not true. And when you can zoom out and see the big picture, you're going to remember the great things that happened yesterday, last week, last month, last year, last quarter. You're going to be remembering the goals and the opportunities and the passion and the dreams that sit within your heart for next week, next month, next quarter, next year, next whatever. Zooming out reminds you that while I am in the urgency and in the immediacy of conflict, conflict doesn't define the entirety of my leadership. And when you can keep an eye on the big picture, and still stay present in the moment, very, very powerful. And confidence can build. Because when you keep your eye on your big picture, it frames the conversations you have in the moment. The moment, the moments by moments by moments by moments are what my friend calls stringing together pearls. Stringing together pearls. And that done consistently and consecutively, you look up and over a series of months, you have strung together a series of beautiful pearls, moments, where culture is not achieved by one 
big thing, culture is achieved by a series of consecutive small victories, small encouragements, small corrections, small adjustments that never lose value on people, but are always continuing to get better. Friends, that environment, that culture skyrockets confidence. People want to be involved in that. You know why people want to be involved on that kind of team, want to be a part of that kind of team? Let's just be honest. Confidence feels good. I love feeling confident. I feel like I can take on the world and you can too. I would much rather feel confident than feeling not confident, than feeling weak and powerless. Yep. That's facet number three. Keep an eye on the big picture while being present in the moment. Facet number four. Create agreed-upon action steps with celebratory accountability. If you want to build confidence in the midst of conflict, then create, develop, identify agreed-upon action steps that have attached to them celebratory accountability. You see, conflict, something needs to get better. You remember our definition. We're achieving mutual understanding of an issue, building a plan to adjust, understand, and meet the needs of the relationship, of the organization, of whatever's going on, resulting in a stronger organization, a stronger relationship. That usually is action steps, clear measurable goals, clear things that need to be done, conversations that need to be had, messes that need to be cleaned up, phone calls that need to be made, emails that need to be sent, conversations that need to be, take place, all of those kinds of things that, need, things that need to be learned, character adjustments that need to be made, new habits that need to be put in place. Yeah, these are clear, actionable steps. And you want to hold people accountable to that. Otherwise, what's the point of conflict? What's the point of confrontation if it's not to grow and to get better and to contribute that one to another? Friends, when you can create agreed upon action steps, so you have buy-in from one another and you say, hey, let's follow up in a day or a week or a couple of weeks and celebrate them along the way, this gets back to facet number two. You're affirming the strength of another while you're working on a problem. And you want to be a cheerleader along the process. That's what you want to do. Four facets for building confidence in the midst of conflict. It's not always easy and it's not always fun, but you can do it. Friends, thank you for listening today to episode 134, Growing Confidence in the place of conflict. Again, might I just remind you, would you please consider sharing this with those who are involved in leadership, with those who you think would benefit from this? And would you also leave me a review where you find your favorite podcast? Hey, I love you, everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay hopeful. And I'll talk to you next week.